You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. Martin began speaking last week into this subject of open heaven as we embarked on this month of prayer walking, the streets of the city of Coventry and the places beyond that where we might live helping us to understand what it is we're praying for together as we pursue open heaven. This initiative has been two years in the making as leaders across the city have sought to discern and to follow where Holy Spirit is leading and then to join the church together to walk and to pray for the city and beyond. It would be so easy at this point to be diverted by COVID, by social distancing, by lockdown even as it begins to ease And of course, by the horrific injustice that we've seen on our screens and and spoken of already today that that stirs pain and hurt and, and highlights the ongoing inequalities and injustices that remain across the globe and here at home in our own city, which is exactly why we must not be diverted from this time of ordained prayer. So for a few minutes, I'm going to speak into this today and turn us to the Bible to encourage us to persist in praying for open heaven over our city. Last week, we heard these three points that open heaven signifies proximity. It's God's presence being manifest and felt. So we're inviting him to come and to move amongst us. And then that open heaven signifies transformation, societal and civic transformation where systemic poverty and oppression of all kinds gets undone, including racism. Open heaven signifies blessing, where the storehouses of God's bounty is opened up over the place where we pray. So as we're inviting you to prayer walk, we're asking you to pray for mainly three things. One is for God's kingdom to come. Two is for God's blessing to come on the people and the places that we go to. And three is to pray for salvation through Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage us today in praying for the kingdom of God to come, praying your kingdom come. So let's turn straight away to the Bible to read where Jesus himself speaks and prays these words. They're familiar verses there from Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 13. And the disciples were asking Jesus how they should pray. He said, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is how Jesus taught his disciples and teaches us to pray. Beginning our father, coming in relationship and intimacy. If we're in our homes or out on the streets, that's no different. Desiring for his name to be honored and esteemed and held highly precious. And then he calls us to pray this. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In fact, before getting to any of the important needs, the things that are front of mind for most of us, the things we might bring to him, the needs for provision and forgiveness and guidance, Jesus says before any of that, pray your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. You see, the kingdom of God was such a priority for Jesus. The gospels are full in his teaching of pictures and parables. Jesus trying to help his disciples and the crowds that followed him grasp and take hold of something of what the kingdom of God is like. He came to bring the kingdom. In fact, the overriding story of the Bible is the story of the kingdom of God. And when Jesus came, ever since Jesus came, the kingdom of God has come, but it is still coming. You know, Jesus often said to people, the kingdom of God is near, or the kingdom has come upon you. He and his disciples went out, it says, to heal the sick and to proclaim the kingdom of God. This kingdom of God, we understand it, it's the rule of God, the domain over which his spiritual sovereignty exists, whether in heaven or on the earth. And Jesus came to bring this reign to the earth and he's entrusted the job to his followers. And that's you and, and that's me. That's why as CLM, our defined purpose is to bring the kingdom of God into every life and sphere of society, meaning the rule and the reign of the Lord Jesus Christ, his lordship, his honor, his ways, his love, his gospel, his truth, his grace and his power. And we should add his justice and righteousness. See, when the kingdom of God comes, there's healing. There's compassion, there's reconciliation, there's restoration, there's salvation, there's freedom, there's release for the oppressed, there is justice. So Jesus says, when you pray, pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, the kingdom has come, but it is still coming and we're called to pray that it would come. The book of Hebrews talks a lot about Jesus. In chapter two, the writer quotes a psalm and, and speaks of everything being put under Jesus's feet. But in verse eight, it says this, in putting everything under him, God left nothing that is not subject to him. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to him, but we see Jesus. See, the kingdom has come but it is still coming. And as we pray open heaven this week, let's pray kingdom of God come. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here and now. Let everything here be subject to you, Jesus, as it is in heaven. The kingdom of has come, but it is still coming. That's why we must pray. But in addition, God has the power, but he's given us the authority. Yeah, God has the power, but he's given us the authority. And I know often most of us don't feel like we have authority, but God has put the authority for what happens on the earth into the hands of men and women and boys and girls. It's how he made the earth. If we were to go back to Genesis 1, right back in the beginning, verses 27 and 28, it says, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. It says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the living creatures that move on the ground. These opening setting, mankind is mandated to subdue, to rule. Some versions use the word dominion. God made the world. He made mankind and he mandated man and woman together to rule. He gave them authority to steward creation, to steward the earth. This is the order God established. Mankind 
given authority on the earth. Now, of course, that journey was messed up. The disobedience of Adam and Eve and all who followed, but in the victory of Jesus Christ and his outpoured spirit living in us, we have been, if you like, mandated afresh. God has not reneged on what he said. He's not changed the order. In fact, through Jesus, he restored that order. And God is still working in the earth through men and women, through boys and girls, to bring rule, to have authority. It's a little bit like uh, he's given you and me his credit card, that he's put it in, in our hands. He's paid it. He's bankrolling the coming of the kingdom. He's bankrolling everything that's needed to take place on the earth. He paid for it, but he has invited you to take the card and to do the transactions. You know, what you do matters. What you say matters. What you pray matters. What you will and desire matters. The attitudes of your heart matter. Where you go matters. Where you put your feet matters because all of heaven knows that authority was given to you. So can I encourage you that whenever you speak out or step out in prayer, that the powers in the heavenly realms who are trying to exert their power in the earth, they know that you have authority and that through Jesus, you can bring the power of God and the reign of God back into play on the earth. God has the power, but he's given us the authority. That's why we must pray, let your kingdom come. You know, as we step out to prayer walk, it's, it's a bit like an army marching on our knees, if you like. And perhaps we're more conscious than ever of our need for God right now, of the need for change in society, of the need for transformation in hearts and homes, the need for healing and holiness, the need for wholeness. And as we long for change and weep for change, I'm reminded of these words that were spoken through the prophet Zechariah many hundreds of years ago, when progress was needed, but something was stuck and opposed. And these are the words. He said, this is the word of the Lord. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You see, the kingdom has come, but it is still coming. God has the power, but he's given us the authority. But critically, as we pursue transformation, as we desire and long for change, our words and our actions, our attitudes, they're all important. But the change, the progress, the breakthrough will come, not by might, nor by power, but by his Holy Spirit. And friends, we must pray more than ever because prayer makes a way for the Spirit of God to move. The kingdom of God comes when the Spirit of God moves. And in prayer, we can usher that in, we can accelerate that, we can prepare the way for the Spirit of God. Our cries for an open heaven and for the kingdom of God to come make way for the Spirit of God to move. Now every move of God has always been preceded by prayer. The great transformations in society have been preceded by prayer whether the prayers of Evan Roberts and others that made way for the Welsh revival of 1904 that left police and magistrates out of work, so great was the impact of the move of the Holy Spirit on the conduct of the people. Or, or the 70,000 people who filled the streets of Leipzig, East Germany in 1989, every Monday night praying for a peaceful end to communism. 
resulting in what had seemed unthinkable. As the Berlin Wall came down without a single shot being fired, a divided country was reunified and the face of Europe changed. Shifts in society that were long desired and came not by might, not by power, but by a move of the Holy Spirit in answer to prayer. I'm conscious this week you may still be shielding in your home. And if that's the case, we pray for you and invite you to pray for where you live from your home. But otherwise, let's get out on our streets and pray. You know, the sun may not be shining, but take an umbrella. It'll help you to social distance. But let's walk our streets. Let's pray and make a way for the Holy Spirit to come. Praying, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth, here in Coventry, on our streets, as it is in heaven. Who knows what the Lord will do in answer to our prayers. Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you that Jesus came to bring the kingdom and that your kingdom is coming. We thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you for the authority that you give us on the earth. Help us to grasp it. Help us to believe it and help us to use it to usher in your kingdom and your will here on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus, we desire to see everything subject to you. So would you use us? Would you grow us? Would you protect us? Would you fill us and empower us afresh? And let your kingdom come and let your will be done on the earth here as it is in heaven. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours. Amen. Thank you.